0: All right, guys. Welcome to the Two Froze Podcast. Uh, Yes, hello. Hello. I'm joined once again by my friend Scott, a.k.a. FrodeciousArts. What's up? And, uh, yeah, this is episode 11, I believe. Yes, 11. Ooh. So that's cool. We're in the double digits (laughs) now. We'll be writing that out for a while. um how do i want to start this podcast do you have anything left on your list did we get through all of your topics
1: uh not all the topics uh a lot of them are kind of like mm, i guess now it's kind of playing into like how to market yourself or like more profession wise not so much hobby wise or kind of enjoyment wise but gotcha. more of uh Kind of like optimizing yourself uh if mm. you're wanting to get more into the nitty-gritty but i guess something that could kind of play more to the enjoyment of it uh and it goes into something that i want to talk about maybe a little bit later as uh, a related thought is uh workflow um and mm. the kind of environment that um kind of facilitates the kind of workflow that you have or want to have mm. Because um, I know for me, I just cannot, for the life of me, like, work on uh, illustration, like, any part of the process, really, while watching, uh, or, like, off and on watching something. It just... Yeah, having it doesn't to have work. It my... doesn't work. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how some people are able to do that, like, darting my eyes in between, like, the canvas and then uh, the screen, like, wherever that may be however close it may be it's just like having to switch to um having to switch my focus between two different things it just does not work for me i I don't know
0: i understand that that that, um that's something i was thinking about when i um well in more of the realm of music listening to and uh drawing because sometimes i would get too into the music or like um i was just thinking about that too as well as just my attention being dragged from one thing to the other and how that might just mm-hmm. be a, a real detriment to um, the quality of work that I put out and that's something yeah. that I kind of want to avoid and I'm glad that you're actually on the topic of process today because that's actually something that I wanted to talk about today as well <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad that we're on the same page for this podcast um, okay so you can Let's focus on your point, though.
1: Okay, so uh, I guess going beyond like just stuff like switching your focus between two things, um, it actually is brought about from me trying uh, Procreate on iPad, mm. and it's actually, um, to my greatest surprise, really, really nice, um, for actually facilitating a an active workflow. Hmm. um because one thing for procreate um they have a lot more uh gestural kind of functions than say clip studio paint for the ipad um mm. i don't know mm. how it is on wait it's procreate on um desktop i forget
0: i don't know i haven't personally used it i've only heard of it on tablets or mm. touch tablets okay. specifically
1: okay so if. It kind of makes sense if it's only for tablet, because the gestures that you can set up for it, they're, like, so in tune, and it just flows so naturally. Um,
0: I've seen that on the commercials for Instagram. Sorry to cut in there, but I see. I know what you mean.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what made me want to uh, try Procreate out, because I off and on kept seeing those commercials, you know, yeah, like on Instagram. Uh, And it's like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a try. I know a lot of people use multiple different programs and everything where, as for me, uh, before trying Procreate, I, I would only use, uh, really only Clip Studio. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, you know, I'll give it a try. See what there is to discover. I might like a certain portion in it.
0: Well, to um, help out with that thought, um, uh Ato, an artist that I talk about a lot, uh, he, mm-hmm. he sketches, he did a lot of his sketches in um, Sketchbook Pro and then he would export Oops. those sketches into Photoshop to do the, the final rendering on it. So I think it's just oh, like a you. workflow thing within that. So like, I think he just found a, either a tool or a pencil or something that he liked better in this program or like the, the sketching portion of it and then liked how he manipulate colors and volume and stuff in the other program. So.
1: Uh, I see, I see.
0: I think it's just a yeah, feel, really, whatever you want
1: yeah because procreate there is no such thing as saving in it it's like each stroke it's just automatically saved because now that's ever nice. since me yeah it's really nice it actually just keeps me drawing and drawing uh, for but the that also kind of
0: sucks it's... you might lose that muscle yeah. memory
1: <laughs> mm-hmm um, yeah because um for clip studio now that I'm uh, really exporting those time lapse um, videos, even though it's not like a continuous video, it only records the strokes that you make. Hmm. Um, it makes the load or the saving time like at least like 45 seconds to a minute, and it's like, oh, this is such a long time to wait just to save it intermittently. <laughs> um, but with Procreate, it's just like um, there's even a widget for it for uh, iOS where you can have it on uh the lock screen and then just tap your latest work if it's in the widgets like hey you're just ready to go you don't have to go through the start screen or anything.
0: That is pretty nice. Um
1: yeah and then um I'm getting used to only using one modifier button uh say like um instead of having like multiple buttons uh modifier keys for say like command uh con or, yeah like, command, shift, or uh, alt or option, there's just one that's like, eh, that can work. Kind of like, it's kind of a nice, sobering um, uh, limitation, I guess you could say, because it reminds me a lot of sketchbooking, where I can only... It's traditional, and it's like the limitations of traditional. It's like, okay, I have to not only draw it physically, but I have to erase. There's no, like redo or undo Mm. and for this it's kind of limiting where it's like okay there's only one modifier key and so i have to pick a a loadout that works for me and you can also use um uh, touch features with your finger where i have using one finger as like an eraser it's like i can't find a better use for just using one finger um and i'll use my finger for like really widespread erasing but for Uh, precise erasing, I use the modifier key and then that brings up the eraser as well where I can use my pencil instead. Mm. Or Apple Pencil instead. And it's been a very nice process. I actually have this one sketch that I need to show you that I finished.
0: Well, you need to show me all your sketches. I don't think you understand.
1: (laughs) So I guess it's two sketches in one. It's on one canvas in Procreate. Mm. And it's actually from a picture that I took What, like, at least three and a half years ago when Hmm. um, I was over at, I I guess for those of you on the East Coast, Morgan State University, uh, with our friends Juan and Kevin. It was a football game, and there was this guy selling cotton candy, and he had this, like, really long, just, like, I guess, you could say it's a staff, and he had all these, at least, like, 15 bags of cotton. Uncandied tied to the end of it and it was, it was like whoa that's so cool i want to draw that it gave me like a really uh like magical kind of vibe and i finally got it done
0: nice i want to see that for sure do you have it up on discord Have you shown it yet no, yeah yet. yeah
1: so i'm that's... i'm still working on it i drew the head first it's like oh the pencils here feel really nice and there's also um active and actually kind of like default um tilt options for apple pencils like oh I don't use it, but that's also nice to know that it actually supports it naturally. Yeah, so, you know, I might get into that. Um, It has a very natural feel, and that really kind of facilitates a nice pacing of workflow for myself. So that's what Procreate brings for me.
0: Oh hi! How long have you had Procreate? Did you just get it? Oh, did i just get it yeah
1: yeah i got it i i would say probably like two or so days ago maybe three days ago oh, okay um, so it's granted, it's not yeah yeah granted it's not free of course it's only 9.99 but it's not subscription based which is the best part
0: 9.99 um, is nothing also <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's like, people might say, it's like, that's a lot for an app. But it's like, yeah, it's a lot for an app. Well, when you consider Clip Studio Paint, which is $52, mm it's still only a one-time purchase. That's not that bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's really not that bad.
0: Still only a one-time purchase. Like, that's the big thing for me as like an Mm. artist. Like a lot of people aren't getting paid for their art. Like, yeah, comparatively, it's hard to make um, the leap between artist and merchant. Like, becoming an artist and then a person that sells their art or a person that is in the field of art that creates, like, media to be consumed. Like, it's hard to make that leap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, the, yeah, it's a it real really distinction, was... yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that, that so... subscription plan sucks. But, E, what were you saying?
1: Oh, yeah, I was actually going to um bring it back to you because I remember you saying that uh, it was a good thing that I was wanting to talk about a workflow today
0: yeah um, um i'm changing up my training regimen from last time because uh, i've been constructing a lot and doing a lot of the body work and stuff like that but now i'm going to just tackle into one piece of the body at, one, at a time but most like the mm-hmm. big chunks so like i know how basically i'm doing kind of a boot camp to become a character designer in the sense of uh, i will be using a lot of different like references to create characters and faces. So, like... uh, Well, I'll I'll stop beating around the bush. My training regimen is I'll be drawing a lot of heads this month. Ooh, uh, okay. Different perspectives and uh, different genders and different head shapes and stuff like that. So, like, that's what I'm tying myself to, just heads this month. And then next, I'll be doing Mm -hmm. busts, so, like, heads to the chest and a little, like, into, like, the abdomen area. And then... Mm -hmm the next month after that i'll be doing to the waist and then the month after that i'll be doing full bodies that's my goal Mm -hmm. because i want to start literally i'm going to be constructing the body um Mm -hmm. in that way and i'll be drilling a whole bunch of different faces a whole bunch of different expressions a whole bunch of different angles of the head just so I'm not doing the same angle all the time and I'm leveling up my understanding of heads and I'm being fun with it, so I'm not going to be doing this for, like... Well, also, I'm just realizing that I'm not making... Yet again, I'm not making money with my art, so why am I trying to treat myself like this gigantic merchant when I could just be, like, really trying to land on stuff that I like to draw and, like, just, you know, keep doing it and uh, get better? It's like, that's really what my focus is, and uh, like I said, I think I'm going to focus my YouTube channel onto being more of a blog style <sighs> as soon as I get around to doing that again. Um, I think I'll try to do some recording in the morning if I can. Now that I've said this in the podcast, mm-hmm. maybe that'll help me be more accountable. I'll write it down on my to-do list too. But Mm-mm. yeah, so that's my process. But for right now, what I'm doing is I'm taking one reference, one reference uh, angle of one head and uh my exercise is to draw the same head in three different angles so i draw it from the base reference so like say i have a one point perspective where i'm just looking at the head face on uh Mm -hmm. that would be the first one and then next i'll do like quarter three quarters and then the next i'll do profile and then maybe the next one i'll do and it's also going to be like So this one, the first one I'm doing is a girl and the second one is going to be a guy. So I'm constantly going to be swapping and I think I'm going to make it harder on myself by doing different age groups and stuff like that too. So that's like, Mm. that's my process for practicing right now because I want to get better at uh, designing characters and uh, making believable shapes for the body and I think this is the best way to do it. And I've also not been really happy with like how I design faces and I want to just you know, take this month as a way to tackle that head-on. And that's my goal for February. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I
1: remember when I was on, (laughs) back in October, when I wanted to do that training. And I don't know, I forget what happened. I hope it was not a lack of motivation, but something like just getting in the way of me being able to sit down, but... Um, me wanting to create, I think, uh, a related kind of like, oh, I'm training, training kind of thing um, piece like every two days or so. I know I wouldn't have been able to do like, ev- or did I plan for it to do every single day? Maybe that's what the trip up was, but um, yeah, at that point, I know the workflow for me was not in the best kind of conditions, so... Mm yeah so say if I had procreate or I think even at that point if I had sketchbooking if I had sketchbooking I know it would have been a lot easier oh yeah Um. because yeah I really enjoy sketchbooking a lot I need to get back into it once things finally settle down and I'm able to focus on one thing at a time as, as best as I can I guess I can't always focus on one thing at a time
0: well I think but you I should focus mainly... on a group of important things at a time and then just you know Take 'em out. I get you, but yeah, keep talking.
1: Yeah, mainly moving. It's like moving. It's a, it's really exciting. Don't get me wrong, but it has me like all over the place. Where mm. this past week, I was forgetting like, um, like I forgot this uh, work appointment. That's like, oh wait, shoot, that was yesterday. Apparently, I missed that. I RSVP'd for it. It's like, Scott, that was yesterday. We missed you. It's like, oh dang it. So, um, luckily it wasn't like a super serious kind of thing. It was just like. A lot of other people missed it. It's a lot of other factors. Some people thought there wasn't enough time, but you know it happens. I'm not beating myself up about it, but
0: hmm.
1: Yeah. Um very excited to really sit down really actually improve my craft. I'm only really making baby steps now. Um say Oh actually uh, that can be a topic in a couple minutes of like how I use uh, make skeletons now. I think maybe we talked about it, but
0: kind of improving
1: my craft, but yeah I get yeah um, improving yeah, improving my craft with uh, to, to, well, not so much tutorials, but uh, looking at how other artists maybe orient themselves with their work, uh, tips that they may have, uh, say from experience in the industry, um, things that could improve my workflow too. Um, I guess, with the the skeletons that I'm making now, where they're mainly um, boxes. Did I did I talk about boxes already?
0: I didn't know boxes was part of it, but I knew that um, like your oval shapes and stuff like that were a part of it.
1: Uh, it's funny how before, uh, actually, recently, I guess you, I guess you could say, we were talking about how I was using amorphous round shapes but now ever since watching (laughs) ever since watching this um one artist who works mainly in animation um they actually kind of block out skeletons with uh boxes and it gives me uh to my greatest surprise a very good reference point for which part of the shape is point um pointing where so i use uh edge lines because it's um boxes say
0: i think i get what you're saying
1: yeah say for the thighs and legs uh sometimes i can trip myself up with where i want the knees to be Mm. um but since there's hard edges with the boxes it's like oh okay i definitely know that he's going to be facing this way and i'm not going to lose track of that specific direction once i finally get into the details of it and it actually really helps me um keep things I guess, more realistic than I have been doing before. It looks more a little bit more believable. It's this really minute thing.
0: I oh, don't yeah. even oh, yeah. think
1: it's that... Yeah, it's just like, oh, it looks different. But it's perspective. It's not like it is. It it's is very
0: satisfying. Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, one of the things that I wanted to jump into today. Well, I mean, for this <laughs> month, because... Um, I want to make my forms more believable and that's like I've been okay with how my pieces have been turning out but like at this point I want to level up like I see um oh I was watching a YouTube video and that's actually put something into perspective for me because oh, yeah. it's a manga artist and he was ex- he was talking to some artists that are trying to get better and he was giving tips and stuff um, and he said sometimes your your eye is level 10 and your hand is level 5 and you have to bring your <laughs> your hand to level 10 and then sometimes it's the other way around so like well if your eyes are a higher level than your hand you'll always believe you're like not good enough so you need to get better with wow. your with your hand and if your your hand is better than your eyes i think it's like time for you to grow basically so, like, basically wow. you're seeing your art as, like, really, really good. And then if you ever feel like you're perfect, then, you know, you've entered this zone of you You should not be perfect and you're an asshole and you should understand that you're being stagnant right now. <laughs> so, like, uh, I like that thought on it. So, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I probably just need to level up my hand. So, I am.
1: <laughs> hmm. It's hard for me... I definitely understand the the eyes being level 10 and the hands being level 5, but it's really difficult for me to grasp the concept of your hand being higher level than your eyes.
0: Uh, So I would say that would be the point when you think that, like, everything that you're drawing is really good and, like, there's no need for you to improve. uh, That's how I interpret it, at least.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Now I see what you meant. You said stagnant before,
0: right? Yeah, stagnant in the sense that you just think uh, you've like reached this level of godhood, because <laughs> uh, oh,
1: you're because oh. you
0: think your hand is so good to to your eyes. Like, that's all.
1: Oof. <laughs> that's definitely a road I don't plan to go to.
0: Well, I don't think you could, Oof. unless you just for some reason make. St- Like fuck you, money in like a very short period of time.
1: (laughs) Don't lose your way. You'll suck. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, um, oh oh, where was my list? There was something that was on there that kind of went with workflow, I believe. Where was it? Um. Okay. I guess when now that we're um, segueing out of like skill level and everything, mm-hmm. um, and then, oh, actually, uh, it was something that you mentioned before too. Um, how it was linked to the word merchant. I forget how you worded it.
0: Oh uh, the jump from becoming an artist to a merchant or like someone that creates medium for the purpose of being consumed. Ah uh, yes. Okay.
1: So, I guess um, the main topic that it is is marketing one's art and or style,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: sub um, sub of that larger one is um, a tar- like someone's target interest, and then like portfolios and respect. Oh, portfolios and their respective pieces. So, like the stuff that goes in the portfolio. Mm-hmm. So I guess hmm, here's one question that I could propose to you. So what are your thoughts on maybe trying to develop a style and having it be um, kind of like the main thing that draws people to um, someone's art?
0: Uh, well, I guess I would just for me that would depend on purpose like uh if i want i want to develop a style that people like to see on a comic book page so Mm -hmm. like for example i want to draw people to that style once i've discovered it so i want it to be like a unique enough style that people are just like oh it's this guy's style right so Mm -hmm. that i need to develop that style and then execute on that style and then be able to do that style for multiple comic book pages at a time so me developing a style like that and then drawing it and releasing it onto like my instagram or something like that is very like good uh Mm. for just you know drawing attention to that style and then you could also go through that stage of being like oh is this style good enough and you can put it through like is it catching enough attention and if it's not then you can tweak it but it's at the end of the day, it really should be your vision and then you'll build an audience based on that art style and then they'll be here for that art style. But if you're a if you're an illustrator, I don't think you should focus on style. I think you should focus on illustrating what you need to illustrate, if that makes sense. Like mm, yeah. Yeah. I
1: think I get it where like illustration isn't even just like the fine art, it's just, like, how well you can convey an idea, right?
0: Yeah, it's conveying an idea, so, like, if I come to you with a Sonic project, I don't want Sonic to look realistic. Like, I don't, I mean, if he does, it's gotta fit a purpose like the movie did, or something like that. It can't be just, like, really fleshy and really gross looking. Like... yeah, <laughs> like you, and Like, if you do that specific fleshy style, I don't want to come to you for that Sonic project. I'll go to an illustrator that has... I don't want to say mastered, but like developed different styles and techniques to tackle different types of projects. So it yeah. really depends on what your goal is. So, those, yeah, that question is very goal oriented. So, what do you specifically want to do, Scott? Like, and then maybe we can help mm. your specific path, and then that'll help somebody else in the long run. Yeah,
1: I know, f- I know for me, um, I want to do something with my – oh, yeah. Specifically, I want to be able to illustrate with my fine art skills. Mm. Um, and that can actually be – I want to work on not just um, anthropomorphic characters, uh, concept art like that. But I do also want to broaden my horizons to um, maybe in the beginning like uh, simple landscapes. But then I also want to better myself with my architecture conceptual skills because um you really do need that say if you want to make a really fleshed out world with uh graphic um graphic novels comics uh manga what have you Mm -hmm. um if you want to be a jack jack of all trades i think being a jack of all trades um even a jack of all styles um which i kind of think uh you and i can be a part of yeah i um, think so you don't really need a style yeah you don't really need a style because sometimes you um well, sometimes it might become stagnant in a style where you don't know how to draw something else. Where you draw anime, um, and that's your maybe you have a specific style of anime, and then when you try to draw like someone realistic and you haven't tried to branch out in like years, it's like, oh, you may forget how to draw like yeah. realism, and it doesn't look it looks wonky, it looks good ish, but maybe to uh, somebody Cartoon-y. Who's really with your stuff, yeah, it looks like oh. I mean good attempt. Yeah, yeah I I don't it's want that one.
0: I don't want that good attempt. I want that oh you're rounded. Like I'm an artist. Yeah. Like I want I want techniques of all types and I want to be able to yeah. bring out like I, I do want to get into animation. I know I was just like I don't I will I will let like another artist take that wheel. But I do want to get mm-hmm. into animation as just like another test of art and furthering my development and understanding of things like you said um constructing architecture and stuff like that like I want to be able to draw things from all angles like that's really yes what I want to be able to do like just drawing a body and perspective from all angles is that's the master point for me really
1: yeah honestly I think people, or not even people, I'd say artists like ourselves, the main thing that we want to do, it's like, whatever style that we have, we want to just be able to render anything that we choose.
0: Yeah, I just want to be able to be like, imagination page.
1: <sighs> yes. <laughs> that's what I I think I tried when I was studying Kim Jung Gi and um this other artist who actually has the same approach where they just put the final layer on, that's it. Because of the experience that they had.
0: Yes, yes. We but need to. Like... We definitely need to differentiate experience, skill, talent, and then eye. Like that's there's all of these different mm-hmm. things that are in tandem. Because like if you have talent and no eye, it's kind of like a good head with the wrong proportions in the wrong spots. Like yeah. And then if you have eye but no talent, it's like you have everything on the page, but the lines aren't good. So like. Or, I mean, I would, I'm not even going to say talent. I'm going to say skill, because that's, like, developed. Because mm-hmm. I don't even like the word talent, technically. Because it's just, like... It kind of, like, takes away the whole, like, I did this. It's just kind of, like... Yeah. Oh, because, like, no one... When I was in high school, I played guitar a lot. Like, a lot. Like, no one saw me playing guitar at home. But it was a lot more than I was mm-hmm. playing guitar at school. And people saw me playing guitar at school a lot. So, like, that translated. <laughs> so, like, uh... Someone coming up to me and being like, oh, you're, oh, my God, you're so talented. You can play the guitar. And I was just like, yeah, like, I didn't spend the last four years of my high school life playing it for, like, three hours, basically, every day. Like, what are you talking about? Of course I'm good at guitar. (laughs) Like, I I put the time in. Like, don't say I'm talented. Like, that's, I don't know. That's just always been kind of gross to me. Like, I heard a a, a hip-hop lyric. (laughs) And it was just like, you're right.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's more implanted than homegrown.
0: Yeah, like, oh, I was just born to do this rather than, like, I didn't develop the skill. Like, yeah, my mom's my mom's skill leaked into me and now I'm a guitarist. My mom can't play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so... Let me get my list again. I don't know why I closed it. Oh, please. There we go. Okay, so... Oh yeah, we actually covered the target interests. Okay. Yeah. So good. So I'd say the next sub section of this is like portfolios and putting pieces in there. Um mm. when when you think of visual art portfolio, what are the first things that come to mind and then I guess when you think of portfolio, what would you of your works, what would you first put into them?
0: for a visual art portfolio. Yeah. <sighs> what what exactly is a visual art portfolio? Cuz like what what defines visual art as opposed to just like digital or like character art for instance?
1: Oh, okay. So, so I guess I, I need guess... that
0: definition before I could tackle this educatedly.
1: Hmm. okay. So I kept it general to visual art because I I guess you can have a portfolio of (laughs) many different pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, If you have sculptures, you can take pictures of those. Granted, they won't be the physical ones, but you can take pictures, put that in a portfolio. Um, And the general nature of the question, the first part at least, is to think of how would you structure a portfolio if... Oh, oh, actually, okay. It's kind of like the emotional storyboarding that you uh, introduced me to not too long ago.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I see, okay. Yeah. How, how would I present yeah, would my portfolio? portfolio? Okay, 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 okay. For me, personally, to set up a portfolio, I would try to execute... Um, okay, I guess the main thing I would want to execute would be character design... Or like present in my portfolio would be character design um emotional storyboarding and landscaping or like background work so and i would want to present three strong works of each of those personally because i think three strong character design concept sheets three strong um just like i would say like a a page worth of panels of like a, a story arc of something happening and then just, like, flowing it together. Three of those pa- three of those pages would be good. Um, mm-hmm. A nice background that sh- displays, like, a landscape of the world and things interacting with each other in the background and trying to, like, hint at what's going on and then displaying good use of, like, color, specifically bounce light and just shading in general and then try to incorporate the depths of the shades Like That would really be it Mm. for me because manga artists and comic artists, if I'm doing black and white, they use a lot of different depths of shading and those are very important to kind of figure out what is happening in black and white for sure. Mm. And then as far as storyboarding, having that panel and being able to quote unquote direct and then show a flow of events, that would be very important for what I'm trying to do. And then character designing so I can have a consistent character and then be able to draw this character in different perspectives. So, like, that's, I think, the strongest thing I would do for that kind of portfolio.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Um, yeah, because I was thinking uh, if I was going to put a portfolio together, I think I would follow the same kind of structure where it wouldn't just be um, basically one type of medium, per se, because, you know, how we both work in um, um More than just, like, illustration, but we also do... Or, like, I guess you could say fine illustration, but we also do, like, rough stuff. We also do conceptual things as well. More practical kind of stuff as well. Yeah. And it shows... Yeah, it shows exactly how uh, well-rounded we are as well. Like, I guess in terms of marketing, uh, how versatile we are as well. Because I, I value that a lot more instead of... It's like, yeah, you can learn a specific style, like, say, for... Uh, the one mangaka who is taking over uh, the Dragon Ball series for...
0: Um, uh, yeah, it's a
1: rich, Yes, yes, for uh, it's the original creator. And it's like, that's actually really cool, how he's taking over um, a long-running and famous series like that. Oh, for sure. But at this... Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you can do that, but at the same time, you can... Um, find yourself very versatile and work in many different environments, kind of um, just working with so many different people as well, learning how they do things. And it just builds your skill set as well. And not just staying uh, in one little box. Mm. It's, yeah, it's actually just like making a choice, whether you want to perfect something um, as much as you can, where it's like second nature, where you just breathe it which is an accomplishment in and of itself don't get me wrong oh yeah Definitely. or Sin. yeah and then yeah <laughs> and then the uh opposite being like you're the jack of all trades you can adapt to any environment and do it um very well to relatively well depending on the circumstances too
0: yeah i'd also say it depends on how long you want your journey to be as well mm. as an artist, and uh, what your plans for you, where your end goal is, if you have one. Like my end goal is to have my own studio, work with other artists, and uh, like I want to make my manga into a animate animation. Well, not manga, my comic. Cause I don't know, learning a lot of Japanese and then presenting it the same way as a manga is a lot of work. So I'm just mm. gonna make it a comic and then just be influenced by manga, like manga styles and like all of that but i'm just gonna try to be fresh with it um i want to get that out and then i want to kind of work on other things like i want to work on animation from there start making game stuff uh and then work on other people's stories i want to draw other people's stuff and uh yeah get into their characters and stuff like that and um branch out try to make more friends in the art world just see what i can do to give back to the art world once my Creation is complete, especially if I've had supporters to help me make it. So, yeah, at that point, that's my goal. Uh, so being a jack of all trades is what's basically important to me, and yeah.
1: Yeah, same. I really do like that um the community aspect as well. Uh, that's what I always really liked about the YouTube animator uh, community that just formed and it's like, oh, they're all. Most of them are friends, and they know each other. They've, like, gone to panels and everything. Um, but community is really, really cool. It's just a nice sense of togetherness through uh, a common interest, and then you can have so many different walks of life. And um, styles. Kind of just, yeah, and style, too. Just, like, inputting all these different opinions and perspectives that maybe you've never thought of before. It's like, whoa, geez, this is, like, groundbreaking. Why... Do something with this, my dude. Like, come on. What are you waiting for? Definitely. And it's just it's just like um Yeah, it's just all of these different creative um Oh, these creative gears just turning and then it just um I wouldn't say churn out, it's kind of weird sounding, but <laughs> visceral. Um, it just <laughs> Yeah. Um basically okay. it just uh, inspire something completely new that hasn't been seen before
0: yeah that um, yeah the sharing of ideas is very important like um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure a lot of my ideas wouldn't have come or like I, I don't even think I would be drawing today if it wasn't for me meeting you in high school personally mm. and like that's one thing to say about what a community uh, what a community can do Um yeah And for instance, I started rapping and, uh, I've created like three rappers in the process. So like, (laughs) uh, that's another thing that community can do. It can just help bring people to the table that they didn't know, like they belonged there. And like, that's, you know, something to be said about art really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love how, at least visual art, there's also, um, I guess audio art or, you know, just music. Um,
0: okay, I guess that's, I see what so... you mean by a visual art portfolio now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I guess one thing about uh, visual art versus music, I'm not saying that I hate music. I get a lot of inspiration from music, of course. But Well, it's not for you, if, visual I guess. Art... Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess for visual art um i guess it's just so accessible to people who may not be musically inclined and then, i'm probably don't have the right perspective to say but it could uh very well be the same thing but in the opposite perspective where a lot of people are just more in tune with uh creating music than creating visual concepts
0: yeah for sure i would say i have more of a uh uh, of an intuitive sense for music than I do have for art, which is kind of mm-hmm. like a double-edged sword in a way. Because like I love music, I love audio. I can use audio for a lot of things, even in art, visual art. I mean, mm-hmm. and um, that's nice and all, but I really want to get better at the art right now. Because like I, I feel like I am one of those uh, jack of all trades guys as far as life goes. Uh, like mm. I have interests in a lot of things, like, a lot, a lot of things. And, um, it kind of gets frustrating in a way of being like, oh, I want to be good at this thing, but I'm just, like, so much better at this other thing.
1: Um...
0: And it's kind of just like, oh, I spent this time working this specific skill up over here when I wanted to get this skill up over here. And, um, I mean... It's cool and all being good at multiple things, but it's really good to just focus on one thing if you want to get better at it. And uh, finding that same level of intuitive, oh, I see what I'm doing wrong here. Uh, This is how I can develop it to do it better. Like, I can understand that with music, but with art, sometimes I get a little off track. Like... Uh, It's hard for me to naturally be like, okay, this is what I'm doing wrong. This is what I need to do to fix it, because sometimes like Mm. I'm just making strokes and I'm just like, oh, that didn't work. Erase that stroke. Try again. That didn't work. Why did? It's more like why didn't it work? Because like with music for me, it's just like, oh, I'm not in tune. Oh, uh, I'm off beat. Oh, blah 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 blah. But like with art, there's just like unsaid things, like it's not. No one tells you, and like audio tells you. If that makes sense.
1: huh? Because,
0: like, this is a lot of trusting your eyes. Like, a lot of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess the reason why it's so difficult, or, yeah, I'm more intuitive uh, to visual art than music, is that I find it very difficult, or, yeah, difficult to understand how people can come up with melodies, or just... (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah, put melodies together. It's like I know there's um all different kinds of. Uh, I think there's different kinds of like motifs that you can draw inspiration from. It's like oh okay, that can that makes sense. But if you want to create basically an original melody or score, it's like Jesus. It's like I can't wrap my head of like cho- just choosing different notes in well. general. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. It's that's funny from a musician's thing, standpoint, because like, from what you said, you're just like I don't know how to choose the notes, and like to me, the answer to that is there's only eight of them, Scott. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the arranging of the notes. I get you, and trying to figure out like what would sound good and what people would like. <laughs> that's uh, I think the biggest struggle, and then staying quote unquote modern is Mm -hmm. another thing and then just you know hitting the pocket of oh that sounds good all together once you wrapped it in and then like the all the other steps that come with audio i can talk i could do a whole podcast on that but (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah uh do you think actually i want to ask you this question do you think when you reach a problem in your art that uh you are able to 100% identify what that problem is and then make the adjustment to fix it?
1: Oh, talking about uh, visual art-wise? Visual
0: art-wise, yes.
1: Okay. Most of the time, uh, thinking from recent to oh, maybe, and then comparing it to maybe a couple years ago, um, visually, I typically feel comfortable uh, analyzing and then, Uh, recognizing maybe a couple minutes after maybe it takes me a little bit but usually it's about a rendering uh, at Mm. least for a specific project but if it's like a long time it's like oh i wonder how somebody else makes it look like that that looks really cool i want to attempt it myself and do it myself Mm. um and then it's like oh it becomes like a part of the catalog of different things that i have but for something specific to the piece itself that I'm not trying to take inspiration from, maybe something looks off and it's like, oh, okay, that's what I was doing wrong. I think usually, um, say, with let's take fi- drawing hands or fingers for a good example of like how to figure something out. Because, mm. um, yeah, a lot of people don't like drawing hands and it's like, I um, we understand why. Hands are not very fun to try to pose and complex ways they're just but, so
0: complex shapes weird <laughs>
1: yeah but i guess recently um thinking recently i think i just need to simplify things a little bit more um hmm. when thinking about hands instead of trying to add uh, so many defining details if i think in the simplest shape first and it's like okay i definitely have the angle rendered first, then I can start adding the additional details to further illustrate. Yes, this is a hand at this specific angle. And then if it doesn't work, it's like oh. it's it's just that feeling. Like oh, I don't know about that. Um, just choosing whether you uh, whether you do or um don't like it. Basically, do, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, it's
0: yeah. I about mean, feeling that's the thing that I keep coming back to is that literally mm-hmm. like. Most of our problems are so fucking common sense that it's so goddamn annoying. <laughs> it's just like uh, I don't know how to make music. Well, you should probably learn how to make an instrument or pick up theory and then you're like, "Fuck <laughs> 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 and like yeah. it's just like this constant just being like, oh um i it basically breaks down to i I don't want to put in the work to get to that part, but um." I mean, I do want to put in the work, and I have been, so that's the thing. I think I just need to be more patient with myself as far as figuring out what I'm doing. And I don't know. It's just so difficult with... Um... Okay, one thing that bothers me is, in particular is that all yeah. these, like, um, art exercises are just like, do it in three minutes, do it in five minutes, do it in one minute. And it's just like, okay, now I have a gesture, but I have no, like, I have no structure based on top of the gesture and i haven't done anything with it am i supposed to just scrap the gesture and move on or like what do i do like Uh. like and then it comes to the point of like am i supposed to just draw all of my drawings the same construction way all the time and then not change the shapes like well i mean i guess that's not my problem my problem would be like uh Mostly just on the, the, the track of just getting it done in a specific X amount of time, fast.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, that's what bothers me, because it feels like I need to rush my work, but there's like literally no rush, especially for what I'm trying to do right now, It's just improve mm-hmm. and then just test different things, but like, it's kind of weird when I'm just like, okay, I did this and I'm improving this, blah, 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 but what, Uh, it's... Uh, I don't know, like I, um, I'm trying to get this idea out. It's really difficult, mm-hmm. but, hmm, I guess seeing my improvement, recognizing what techniques I've picked up by drawing, and recognizing when I can just be like, oh, I did this here, and then pull that out of my mental tool shed. For example, being like, uh, I drew knees like this, and I did this stroke because that's how the knee was designated and then i can remember that again later Mm -hmm. and then be like okay i made this stroke and that's why how i solved the last knee problem how do i solve the knee problem this time and then i do it in this Mm. different perspective but the same i guess quote unquote style of how i solved it like Mm -hmm. that's the big thing and i think what it breaks down to is just making very very intentional decisions on what style is for what you're drawing but i think I get ahead of myself and really ambitious and where I don't get to the point where I break that down and I don't know how long I should break spend breaking that down. I don't know. I just feel like I'm playing a lot of head games with myself, with art.
1: Oh, wow. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like okay. trying to land somewhere
1: <laughs> mm. is really a yeah. problem. I remember um, it was actually when I was having more trouble deciding on what kind of basic skeleton rough skeleton i wanted to use consistently that i was always second guessing myself it's like that's not gonna get like the kind of stance or body shape that i want i need to or i want to try something different Mm. um and i was thinking too much on the skeletons like you're not gonna see the skeleton my dude it's just to help guide the larger picture and usually like say seven times out of ten it would, um, it's never exactly how I envision it, which is, I guess, really nice. I, like, my mind is like that level 10 to level 5 hand yep. usage. <laughs> um, which is, it's nice. It's like, okay, I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it's all, oh, it's usually very close to what I had in mind in the first place. Oh, it's like, okay, okay, I'm on the right track. Yeah, yeah. So, I've always. Ever since realizing it's like, okay, I'm not going to get exactly how I want. It's like, okay, as long as I can get it conceptually and then um, visually close to what I want, it's like, actually, that's really good. I'm very very, uh, satisfied that I got it to this point.
0: Mm. Okay, I like that. (sighs) I think I need to... I think uh, the problem is me envisioning what I want because I never really do that. Like, are you envisioning style when before you draw? Is that something that you do, or wow. do you just let the the flow take you where you need to go? Because I think something mm. will help me figure out something else too. Because I don't know if what you're doing is always, I guess, quote unquote, intentional as far as the decisions of how the shapes look. Because your chibi ah. style is kind of, I wouldn't say concrete. It's like close in style in which I could recognize it to you. Mm-hmm. Um. If I looked at all of them, I mean, because, like, all of them have a, dis- oh, yeah. have a distinct, like, head shape and stuff like that. So, like, I get that. Mm-hmm. So, with these chibis, when the first chibi you drew, what came through your mind being, like, this is how I wanted it to look? Like, what, what happened there? Were you just, like, here it is? Or were you just, like, X, Y, Z?
1: Ah, uh, so, with the chibis, I remember the very first one that I made, and I'm actually going back to it. Or actually, let's keep it recent, because I've had so many different chibi, I guess, iterations that I've made over the years. Very scarce, um, I guess, through my art career, but very prevalent now, because I'm doing all those requests. But Mm -hmm. the main character uh, that I started with was that original character, uh, Bean. I haven't, like, really...
0: Oh, the green, the green girl, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I really liked the uh, head proportions on... the head to body proportions there and it's like oh finally good it's like um i've studied so Uh. many different um um styles of chibis uh on google it's like how do they make the head shape look so set or the um, proportions look so satisfying where it's not too big and then not too small because a really big thing with me (laughs) It's kind of a perf- personal preference is that I don't like chibis with oversized heads because it just makes me think, like, how do they reach the top of their head to style their hair?
0: Duh! And it's, just,
1: and it's like... Fucking it just, Scott's
0: thinking about pra- practicality with chibis. <laughs> this chibi has to be functional. Yeah, it's God like, damn. but
1: now I'm starting to get I'm starting to get over. It's like, dude, it's okay. It's just the picture.
0: It's exaggeration, it's, yes. It's, yeah, it's... it's, it's kind of the point
1: yeah basically they're honestly just posing for a picture and that's all it is there's nothing else they don't exist
0: anywhere else scott it's okay you don't have to see (laughs) these guys on the weekend
1: (laughs) um but i finally reached the point where it's like okay their head is going to be exactly as tall i should say as their body and it's like Mm. okay that's a pretty good proportion um but I guess returning to the question that you had I think I, I how... think you
0: answered it for me, but keep going. I want to see what your finishing thought is.
1: Mm, um I guess in terms of style because the chippy style has actually um developed very quickly, I'd have to say where first it was like that sketchy kind of style with the soft style shading, and now I'm using uh like inks and everything uh what is, uh, where's the recent one? Inks, and now I'm using like um, basically like airbrushing techniques. Now I'm using mm. like light sources. Um, oh, is that not? Where's? Oh, it didn't update. Um, but now it's looking uh, more finished. Uh, I guess higher fidelity, not so much polished. Squishy, I guess, yeah, more polished. Yes, but um, I guess in terms of directing a style, if I have a um if I find just sudden inspiration, it just hits me. Usually when listening to music, um, the style just kind of appears from the stuff that um, typically I like to look at, art pieces that I like to look at. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's interesting. I want to write that down. Um, And I'd say probably three, no, no, two out of five times, it's not the original style that I had envisioned. And typically I write down notes. It's like, okay, the music uh, gave you this, this, and this, or these specific pieces of visual imagery. And so it's like, I always look back after I finish, it's like, oh, I kind of kept to that. Or I reference it and it's like, okay, I specifically want to work on that. But usually I have a general style in mind. And then uh, like what you were saying, Uh, I basically let the canvas kind of direct it as well. I let the style guide it, but then uh, the workflow um, honestly takes over once I get into it.
0: So what I'm hearing is heavy inspiration in the direction where you want to go, and then you execute and then land on an idea that you like, and then you translate that to future pieces. Yeah. Okay. That sounds... Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds basically what I was... Uh, I think I reached that conclusion at some point, but because of my human brain, I forgot. And um that's something I'm trying to figure out with, too, because you always forget just, like, really important shit. Mm, <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, you on? Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it's like staying on course is so major, like... You could literally just be at your fucking day job, and you'll be like, you'll see somebody selling something, and they just made, like, a decent amount of money, and you're just like, oh, I could do that. No, you're supposed to be drawing, you stupid fuck. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (sighs) relax, stay on course, and then just understand that there's a process to these things. Because, like... (sighs) We got into art because, let's be honest, it's more fun. <laughs> it is. It's and so um, the problem with that is that we're very whimsical beings. So that whole fun thing kind of takes the whole structure out. Or, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, like, it's hard to develop a structure on top of something that you've started out just being fun. And now you're just like, oh, this is actually something I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, like, um Creating that structure for me is the hardest part right now as far as uh, how I want to improve, really. Mm. And I think I finally hit that spot now. Like this sketch that I'm doing on right now, um, I'm taking notes from you. Well, like mental notes, not actual notes yet. Mm -hmm. But in the sense of like, you know, finding, letting the canvas kind of speak to me. And then taking that inspiration and driving it into a different area. Because, like,
1: mm.
0: I finally got to a uh, – I was going to – I keep doing things in, la- like, one layers. I want to do, like, hair on one <laughs> layer and then, like, head and then other things. So like, on pencil layer before I get to even, like, start doing – Because – before I even get to the color part. Because I think what I'm going to do is start sketching everything in different layers. Like, hair in different layer, face in different layer. And then when I'm th- – finally done with the sketch and everything i'll just combine them all and then start doing colors because uh yeah because like i keep trying I, I keep drawing like the hair shape and being happy with it and then i realize i drew the hair and the face on the same layer and now i have to fix the eyes and i'm like i have to draw i have to erase parts of the hair that i liked and i'm like oh no <laughs> Oh so, uh,
1: yeah, I remember doing that exact same thing uh, before. Before I got uh, more confidence in just drawing in one single layer, I'm still surprised that I'm, I'm always just surprised that I can draw in one layer because I used to make so many layers. Same, so especially if it was like a high fidelity piece. Especially if they have um, like a lot of hair details, I would put the hair in a separate layer, the face, the eyes, um, sometimes upper body, lower body, uh, clothes. Um, details on the clothes, uh, maybe a tail and ears combined. Um, I like the idea of the, having yeah. a
0: lot of layers, though. hmm It gives you a lot of, like, creative things. Like, I want to be able to do this. This is one of the biggest things I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I want to, when I get to the full body pictures, I want to be able to draw the whole form, quote-unquote, nude underneath, and uh. then have... Four different layers of different like clothing styles, all like uh, so rendered, that's... and then I could just like turn it on, and turn it off, and then switch it up like that.
1: Mm, yeah, I think that's uh, if I have a more complicated um, full body kind of thing, that's how I would usually go about it. Even now, I would draw the form to make sure it's like, okay, this is how I want it to look, and then yeah, I would follow that same kind of um, thought process, actually.
0: Yeah, I really want to get into the whole medit not meditated but um just concerted effort of picking apart my art figuring out what's wrong solving it and then continuously Mm. problem solving like continuously 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 like um that's why i wanted to do the construction stuff because at first i was just like okay i know i just want to draw characters like that's all i've been trying to do but let's start from day one like as if i'm a beginner and then mm-hmm. maybe just try to make that work. <laughs> I like, guess
1: it's kind of like um, leveling up so much, and then it's like, okay, now it's time to evolve, and then it's like you're back at level one, but you still have the experience.
0: Yeah, it's like prestiging mm-hmm. in fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Like, I want mm-hmm. to... Um, now I want to go back to the basics, and then unlearn, relearn. Like, I think that's how I want to approach the learning with art. Cause, uh, yeah, like I just feel like I've learned all of these things and I'm not happy with where they're taking me now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I just really need to drill it and drill it. Yeah. Do you have a specific plan for how you want to improve? Specifically,
1: um, primary, I think I have two. Um, mainly working on my, um, improving my work, my working speed. So I guess it's uh, included with workflow or getting into the flow. And then um, getting better with um, landscapes and architecture, mm-hmm. um, starting that process, not just like, oh, jump in, but like, okay, what what is the easiest thing to start off with first? Probably like, Uh, landscapes uh, nature stuff like that
0: i know what we can do well when we start doing our manga, we can do the same thing we did before like i'll focus on characters and you can focus on backgrounds oh okay yeah and then we can swap out for the next project because i want to work on architecture too at some point (laughs) Mm because but yeah (laughs) i think that will help me a lot because that will stretch me like majorly i think for especially Mm -hmm. trying Mm -hmm. to release a high fidelity project like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I'm excited to work on that. So uh, let me know when you do get into that condo situation. Mm. So we can start yes. working on it, bro. Because I want to start working on it, bro.
1: Yes, I will definitely let you know. It'll probably be within a week and a couple days that we're going to move. I'm so excited. <laughs> you I have bet. no idea how excited I am.
0: Oh, I do. I know exactly how excited you are. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, I I'll think
1: i think that might be all that i have for today though i think that's um, a good to, yeah yeah i'll try to come up with some more um topics for the list because now it's looking kind of scarce all these different topics
0: yeah let me start picking up some topics too because i can't just have you do all the legwork like, on that <laughs> <laughs> um i've had some topics but they've mostly been just like stuff that comes to me within like eight hours before the podcast starts. So, like, <laughs> yeah. But all right. Thank you, people, for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Juana, if you're actually listening to this, because I did send you the link you asked for today. <laughs> um, so you have a shout-out in the last episode that we have put out, so episode 11. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been Between Two Froes. Thank you for joining us. I will say that as many times as possible for all of you listening. Uh, Yeah. Anything you want to say before we leave, Scott? Uh,
1: One thing that I would say is never question that you need to keep growing. Always consider yourself a lively plant. Never try (laughs) to say that you're a full-grown tree. Because I would want to continue continue uh, blossoming now. And, you know, like other people might say, it's like, oh, you're really good. You could go professional. It's like, I could, but I do also want to get better at the same time. I could go professional, possibly. Um, and it's all about confidence. But there's always, even if I have the confidence, room to grow. Never stop growing.
0: Yeah. And I think professionalism is what you place on it. I think I'm a professional because I'm taking it seriously. So that's yeah. where I place my professional goals on stuff like that. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to Two Froes. We will catch you next week at some point. We all have a solid episode, and I'm still working on the music. So sorry for the last two plus this episode three that there's no intro track. But it'll <laughs> happen. Thanks for tuning in. Two Froes out. Later.